You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and I am so happy that you're here. Today we are going to be talking about something that I know you want to be a part of because it is helping you to step into your next level confidence. I hear from so many women about how they wish they were more confident, particularly when you're stepping into leadership roles. It's so important for you to have confidence. But what I have found is that people don't even really know and understand what confidence is. So I used to listen to a podcast called The Tao of Self-Confidence, and she had different guests on all of the time, and she would talk to them about their journey to confidence. And it was so cool because every time I listened to it, one interview after another interview after another interview, what you would always hear is that they would basically say that when I stopped caring about what everyone else thought and I just followed my heart, I completely accepted myself for who I was, I became confident. And so I define self-confidence as self-acceptance because you will feel confident when you align fully with who you are. So this has a couple of different parts because This is something that I teach about you have powers, proficiencies, and weaknesses. We all have them. Our proficiencies are our skills that we build. And most of the time we get stuck in those areas. I actually have a podcast called Powerful or Proficient. And so listen to that. It's really interesting. But basically when we start leaning into our power zones, into our zone of genius, then we will feel confident because then we are doing things that are effortless for us, things that we were meant to do. Another part of confidence is repetitiveness. So we'll talk about that a little bit later is once you do something enough times, then you start to feel in flow and that makes you feel confident. So the definition of confidence is a feeling or belief that one can rely on someone and has firm trust. So the first thing that you need to know is that you need to trust yourself. This is something that Rachel Hollis talks about is having trust in yourself and not breaking promises to yourself because you will stop trusting yourself when you are not holding yourself accountable to your own promises to yourself. So when you've told yourself you're going to do something and then you break that promise to yourself, whether it's something around what you're eating or exercising, relationships, or taking action in your business, whatever that may be, when you're breaking promises to yourself, then you stop trusting yourself. And so when you have a broken trust within yourself, then you will not have confidence in you and your capabilities. So make sure that you stop doing that. Another definition of self-confidence is a feeling of self-assuredness arising from one's appreciation of one's abilities and qualities. And so I was just telling a friend today in a comment, when you become your own biggest fan, then you know you're on your way to success. 
And it's a really kind of strange thing because for so many years in my life, I tried so hard to downplay who I was because I grew up with my siblings and people around me calling me cocky or calling me conceited. And so then I was being a people pleaser, I was constantly very aware of that and not wanting people to think that I was conceited and all about myself because I'm not. I'm very much knitted together to serve other people. And that really bothered me that people thought that about me. So um, for so many years, I downplayed my own value of myself because I was so afraid of being conceited. But now I really have leaned into and what I teach other people is I teach you where your power zones are. I teach you what your most natural personality disposition is so that you can honor who you are, so that you can understand the qualities that you bring and you can accept the qualities that are your weaker areas, that they're okay. It's okay to have weakness because it doesn't matter for what you were intended to do, what you were created and knitted together to do in this world. You have everything that you need. So you don't need to worry about those weaknesses because those things are not things that you need to do the work that God has called you to do. And you cannot live on purpose if you are not in alignment with your power and your personality disposition. It's part of living on purpose. You have to have self-acceptance of those things and you have to honor them and you have to become someone who loves themselves. So it's not in a conceited love though, because the first commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love your neighbor as yourself. So you are a part of that equation of that command that God gives you. You're supposed to love yourself. You must have adoration and love and know what value you bring to this world. And unfortunately, nobody else is going to be able to fill you up enough for you to know that. God has a part in that. He makes you complete. But the other part is you building your own self-awareness about who you are and who you're not. So once you know who you are, that's one piece of the puzzle. And then the next piece of that is that you need to know that you are enough. I am shocked at how many of us, and I think it's part of the, the curse that and the lie of the enemy, that we don't think that we're enough. We don't have enough. We aren't enough. And so I actually recorded a podcast about being enough and how to measure that gap. And so you can listen to that too. But I want you to know that from your very first breath, you are enough. And I've said this before, so I know that you've heard it, that You never look at a baby and think that they're not enough, even though they haven't done anything of significance. We are all enough from our very first breath. So you have to come into an acceptance and alignment with that. The next thing is, is that perfection is a lie. So you are never going to feel confident if you are always striving for perfection. I have another podcast that is about the masks that you wear. And one of the masks that you wear is the mask of perfection. And I spoke about it in a podcast a couple of um, podcasts ago. And I read this, this little poem thing that I had written in my blog post about that. And perfection is an absolute lie. And as long as we are trying to strive for perfection, we will feel shame and we will feel unworthy. We will feel like we're not enough exactly where the enemy wants us. So if you really struggle 
to be perfect all the time, to people please all the time, and to not ever make a mistake, then I want to encourage you to really work on that. There's a great book from Brene Brown. I always say it wrong. Brene Brown, I guess, is is what her name is. Um, so there's a book, The Power of Imperfection, I believe it is, by Brene Brown. So good. It talks about how trying to pursue perfection hurts us and that we need to lean into our imperfection and accept that about us. It is God in us who makes us perfect. We are not perfect in our own state. So accept that you are exactly how God wants you to be. You are knitted together perfectly to fulfill the purpose that he has called you for. And that is the mission that God gave me. He had told me that people didn't know how they were knitted together so they couldn't live on purpose. And that is what I do. And so I want so much for you. I'm so passionate about helping everybody that I come in contact with worldwide to understand that you are exactly the way you need to be to serve the way that God intended for you to serve in this world. All right, so let me tell you a couple of things that you can do to build up your confidence. So I mentioned that confidence comes through repetition. So the more that you do things repetitively, you will feel in flow and therefore a confidence comes because you don't even have to think about it. It becomes a subconscious thing. Your subconscious takes over and you can just do the thing without even thinking about it, like driving, like exercising, like so many things that will do the things. And then we are like, wow, I didn't even pay attention that the time was passing. So that's good. When you do something repetitively enough, then you will feel confident. So if you are doing something and you don't feel confident at it yet, something in your business, like maybe making contacts, a script, a process of some sort, you just haven't done it enough. So I just want to tell you, do it again and again and again. And a good thing is to put circles on a piece of paper as many times as you think that it's going to take for you to get to your next goal and just start checking those off every time you do it and just know that you're getting closer. Because the more you do it, the more confident you're going to get at it. The next thing is that you have to be in alignment with who God created you to be. So you have to be in the role that you were created to be. So there's four roles. I'm sure you've heard me talk about them before, but there's a thinker, which is pretty rare. There is a worker. They're the ones that keep the world going round and they are very structured and responsible. Then you have your entertainers who are not quite as responsible, but oh, so much fun. And then you have people like what I am, which is a relationship person, or I have also heard it said a connector. And a lot of people that are entertainers are also influential because they're really humorous and people are really drawn to their energy. And when I first got into the online world, you had heard the term all over the place, be an influencer. And so the people that you were looking to of like, what are they doing online that I can then replicate? A lot of these people have influential giftings. They're entertainers. And it was hard for me because I was trying to model some of the behaviors that these people had and were doing. And it was not a good fit for me because that is not who I am. I am a relationship person. And for most of my life, for the first 10 years of my working career, for sure, I tried to be a worker. 
because 56% of the population is a worker. Most of the people in my life were workers and I just kept trying to align myself with what they were doing and thinking that that was what I needed to do. But the thing is, God had called me to something different because of who I was and how I'm knitted together. And so maybe you too are not aligning with the role that you were intended to play. And if you want to know more about that, then you need to reach out to me because I have tools for you. Make sure that you are driving in the lane that God has called you to. The next one is, is that you need to overcome yourself. You have to overcome yourself to get that win. So the last podcast I did was about your limiting beliefs and there's a lot of habits and intentions that you have to get very intentional when you want to be successful and get to that next level. And so it's very important to move forward. You have to make sure that you are not allowing yourself to be sabotaged by yourself and When you commit to doing something, just like I said in the beginning about keeping those promises to yourself, you have to start showing up for you. You have to start showing up for you with self-care, with with what you said that you were going to do, with being intentional and planning. And even if it doesn't feel comfortable, I'm an unstructured person. I do like to plan, but then I like to not follow the plan at all. And so I've had to force myself to follow my plan. And it actually gets me results when I do it. This recording, this podcast is part of my plan and I'm doing it and I'm so happy that I'm doing it. It feels good. I'm having a win over myself. So the next thing is that you have to have kind thoughts towards yourself. In order to have self-acceptance and self-confidence, you have to be kind to yourself. You cannot control what other people say or think about you, but you have 100% control about what you say and think about yourself. So it is time to stop being mean to you. Stop it. There is no reason I used to be mean to myself to protect myself in order to tear myself down before anyone else could tear myself down, but it was not doing me any favors. And it actually hurts me worse. The things that you say to yourself hurt you worse than what other people say to you. Because what you say and think to yourself, you believe more. So be kind to you. And then you need to make sure that you are establishing healthy boundaries. If you do not have healthy boundaries, then you will continue to let everybody else run your life. You will continue to let your busy schedule run your life instead of being intentional and leading your life. And so make sure that you start developing good boundaries. A confident person has good boundaries. And the last thing is, is that Make sure you surround yourself with people that are uplifting and encouraging to you. If they aren't in your life, then seek them out or put them in your ear on a podcast or read them in a book. Start putting in positive input. Surround yourself with encouraging people and you have to start watering down all of that negativity that you've been exposed to in your life. So here are four confidence hacks that you can do to make you feel instantly more confident. The first one is a TED Talk that you could look up and it's about power posing. And what you do in a power pose is it's kind of like, you know how Wonder Woman stands with her legs spread apart and her arms at her sides out in a very strong stance? That is a power pose. So if you're curious about it, you can look it up um, under TED Talks Power Pose and it'll come right up. And it's quite interesting because 
what happens when you put yourself in a power pose, then you actually activate chemicals in your body that give you a physiological response of more feelings of power and confidence. So in the wild, what she talks about in that TED Talk is in the wild, you will see this when there are fights about to happen amongst the animals, then they puff themselves up to make themselves look bigger. Well, the reason why they do that is the same concept of why what happens for us as humans is it releases these chemicals inside of them to give them more power and strength. The next hack that I have for you is that you can just speak positive things over yourself. Scripture is the most powerful thing that you can speak over to yourself. So if you can find scriptures that counteract anything that you feel like you lack and speak it over yourself over and over and over and over when you're feeling like bound, then it will release you. Powerful, powerful practice. Or you can have just positive mantras like you can do it. You can do it. You can do this. You got this. I used to sub, I didn't realize that I was, I had never been taught this. This was something I just did naturally is when I would go into new situations and I would feel really uncomfortable, like everyone's looking at you kind of situations. Cause I don't really like to be the center of attention, especially in like a negative way is I would have to tell myself, you got this, you got this. You got this. People like you. And so you have to come up with these little mantras and phrases to tell yourself that you can do it. The next thing is that you need to become your own inner cheerleader. So you take those positive phrases and mantras and you just begin to acknowledge when you're feeling frightened, acknowledge when you're feeling uncomfortable, acknowledge when you're feeling powerless, and you start to be your own best cheerleader and pump yourself up and you just tell yourself all the positive things So that you can start feeling better because you have to remember that your thoughts are directing how you feel. And so if you, if you choose to be that cheerleader to yourself, it will give you confidence. And then the last thing is to take your eyes off yourself and put them on others. That is the best way to feel confident because when you aren't thinking about you, a a self-esteem issue, a lack of confidence comes from you putting your eyes on yourself, focusing too intensely on yourself. So if you want to instantly feel more confident, put your eyes on somebody else. Don't walk into a room and say, here I am. Walk into a room and say, there you are and encourage people. And even if you're not a relationship person and you're like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Well, I just want to encourage you to try. I want to encourage you to try to be mindful and notice and smile and uplift people, compliment people, encourage people, take your eyes off yourself and put them on other people and you will feel amazing. That is all that I have for you today. So just to reiterate that self-confidence is self-acceptance. And in order to build your confidence, you need to do things repeatedly You need to align with who you were made to be and play the role that God intended for you. So get self-aware about that. Make sure you're in alignment. Make sure you're being kind to yourself and you have healthy boundaries because all of those things are signs of, of a confident person. I want to offer to you my power test. I haven't offered it for a while, so I would love to offer it to you. It is a test that I created and it's similar to Strength Finders. It will help you to identify the things that you're really good at and so that you can identify the role that you play. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to attach for you a sheet that I created that has a list of all the different powers and they're in four different categories and you can go through and you can circle the things that you feel like you're really good at and it will help you to identify the lane that you're in. Whether you're a thinker, an influencer, a relationship person, or a worker, or you might have combination of those things, but it's really good awareness. So I will make sure to make that worksheet available to you so that you can identify the role that you play. Thank you so much for listening. If you would leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast, it would mean so much to me because it gives social proof to everybody else that I actually have some good things to say. And we want to help people grow here. So I hope that you will share this with your friends. I would so appreciate it. And get that worksheet where you can figure out what role that you play. Until next time, shine bright and make a difference.